prepare to journey back through time, time, time in this episode of Rock and Roll Flashback Podcast. Welcome to Rock and Roll Flashback. I'm Jumpin' John, and we'll be looking back at some of rock and roll's greatest artists, songs, and stories. In this podcast, I will discuss the British invasion band called The Animals and their influential interpretation of the song, The House of the Rising Sun. So sit back and have a listen to The Animals Podcast. In 1962, Eric Burden joined the Alan Price Rhythm and Blues Combo in Newcastle-upon-Tyne in Northeast England. By 1963, the band had changed their name to The Animals. The original lineup was Eric Burden singing lead vocals, Alan Price on Vox Continental Organ and Keyboards, Hilton Valentine on electric guitar, John Steele on drums and percussion, and Brian Chaz Chandler on bass guitar. While the Animals would undergo numerous personnel changes in the mid-1960s, I am going to focus on the original lineup and on their signature song, The House of the Rising Sun. The Animals' success in their hometown and a connection with Yardbirds manager Giorgio Gomelski led to them moving to London in 1964, where they signed on to EMI's Columbia label. They began covering songs by artists such as Jimmy Reed, John Lee Hooker, and Nina Simone. Their first single was an upbeat version of the standard Baby Let Me Follow You Down that they retitled Baby Let Me Take You Home. The original lineup of the Animals balanced rock-edged pop singles against rhythm and blues-oriented album material and were part of the British invasion of the U.S. They had a transatlantic number one hit single with The House of the Rising Sun. Other successful songs included We Gotta Get Out of This Place, It's My Life, Don't Bring Me Down, I'm Crying, C.C. Ryder, and Don't Let Me Be Misunderstood. The House of the Rising Sun is a traditional folk song of uncertain origin. It was sometimes called Rising Sun Blues. It tells of a person's life gone wrong in the city of New Orleans. By the 1960s, folk singer Dave Van Ronk included House of the Rising Sun in his live shows. His friend Bob Dylan copied Van Ronk's arrangement of the song and included it on his debut album. Eric Burden first heard the song in a club in Newcastle, England. The Animals then began featuring their arrangement of The House of the Rising Sun during a concert tour with Chuck Berry. They used it as their closing number to differentiate themselves from acts that always closed with straight rockers. It got a tremendous reaction from the audience, convincing producer Mickey Most that it had hit potential. So between tour stops, most had the animals go to Delaine Lee Studios, a small recording studio in London. The song was recorded in just one take on May 18, 1964. It starts off with the now-famous electric guitar A minor chord arpeggio by Hilton Valentine. (laughs) 
According to Valentine, he simply took Bob Dylan's chord sequence and played it as an arpeggio. Then, Eric Burden's soulful vocals and Alan Price's Vox Continental organ part blend together with the guitar. As recorded, The House of the Rising Sun ran four and a half minutes, which was considered as far too long for AM pop singles at the time. Producer Most, who initially did not really want to record the song at all, said that, and I quote, Everything was in the right place. It only took 15 minutes to make, so I can't take much credit for the production. End quote. Mickey Most was pleased with the recording, and in June 1964, the animal's full-length version of The House of the Rising Sun was released in the U.K., However, in the U.S., the original single was released as a 2-minute, 58-second edited version. This edited version was included in the group's 1964 U.S. debut album called The Animals. By the first week of September 1964, it was the number one single in the U.S. charts, knocking Where Did Our Love Go by the Supremes out of the top spot. The single also reached number one in Canada and the UK. House of the Rising Sun was not included on any of the group's British albums, but it was reissued as a single twice in subsequent decades, charting both times reaching number 25 in 1972 and number 11 in 1982. Arranging credit went only to Alan Price. According to Burden, this was simply because there wasn't enough room to name all five band members on the record label, and Alan Price's first name was first alphabetically. However, this meant that only Price received songwriters' royalties for the hit, a fact that has caused bitterness among the other band members ever since. The key of A minor has no sharps or flats. That made The House of the Rising Sun an easy song for other bands to emulate, and I personally tried it out on occasion in the late 1960s in the limited sensation domain garage band. 45 years later, I would successfully introduce the song into the repertoire of Center County, Pennsylvania's The Second Winds Jazz Band. The Second Winds female singer, Liz Perez, modified the lyrics somewhat and did the singing. The Animals' two-year chart career with their songs produced by Mickey Most featured pop music covers such as Sam Cooke's Bring It On Home To Me and Simone popularized number Don't Let Me Be Misunderstood. In contrast, their album tracks stayed with rhythm and blues such as John Lee Hooker's Boom Boom and Ray Charles's I Believe To My Soul. In October 1964, the Animals visited New York City for concert dates and an appearance on The Ed Sullivan Show. They sang I'm Crying and House of the Rising Sun to a packed audience of hysterical girls screaming throughout both performances on Sullivan's show. In December, the MGM film Get Yourself a College Girl was released featuring The Animals and The Dave Clark Five. The Animals sang the Chuck Berry song Around and Around in that film. By May 1965, the group was starting to feel internal pressures. Keyboardist Price left because of personal and musical differences, as well as his fear of flying while on tour. He went on to a successful career as a solo artist with the Ellen Price set. 
Mick Gallagher filled in for Price on keyboards for a short time until Dave Robery replaced Gallagher. Robery was on hand for the hit songs We Gotta Get Out of This Place and It's My Life. The Animals assembled a big band to play at the 5th Annual British Jazz and Blues Festival in Richmond, England. The Animals' big band made their one public appearance on August 5, 1965. In addition to Burden, Roberry, Valentine, Chandler, and Steele, the band featured a seven-piece brass horn section. Many of the Animals' hits originated from brill-building songwriters recruited by Mickey Most. However, the group, and Burden in particular, felt this to be too creatively restrictive. As 1965 ended, the group signed a new deal with MGM Records for the U.S. and Canada and switched to Decca Records for the rest of the world. They also ended their association with Most and began to work with MGM Records producer Tom Wilson, who allowed them more artistic freedom. The MGM Golden Circle reissue of The House of the Rising Sun featured the unedited 4-minute 29-second version although the record label deceptively gives the edited playing time of 2 minutes 58 seconds. The full version was later included on their best-selling 1966 U.S. Greatest Hits album, The Best of the Animals. However, the very first American release of the full-length version was on a 1965 album of various groups entitled Mickey Most Presents British Go-Go. On that album cover, that song, House of the Rising Sun, is described as the original uncut version. In February 1966, drummer Steele left and was replaced by Barry Jenkins. A leftover rendition of Don't Bring Me Down was the group's last hit as The Animals. The Animals had suffered from poor business management and by September 1966, the remaining members of the original lineup finally split up. Their last batch of recordings was released on the album Animalism in November 1966. Eric Burden then assembled a new group of musicians under the name Eric Burden and the Animals. He had placed an ad in Melody Maker looking for musicians. One of the applicants was 20-year-old singer-guitarist Justin Hayward. Burden passed Hayward's letter and demo discs on to Mike Pinder of the Moody Blues. The rest, as they say, is fortuitous musical history for both Hayward and for the Moody Blues. Taking a different musical approach, the new Eric Burden and the Animals lineup moved to California. They achieved commercial success as a psychedelic and progressive rock band with hits such as San Franciscan Nights, When I Was Young, and Sky Pilot before disbanding at the end of the decade. After the 1966 split, Chaz Chandler became a talent scout, artist, manager, and record producer. During his final tour with the Animals, Chandler had seen Jimmy James playing in a Greenwich Village, New York City nightclub. Chandler suggested that Jimmy revert to his actual name, which was Jimi Hendrix. In September, Chaz convinced Hendrix to accompany him to Britain. There he suggested naming the band the Jimi Hendrix Experience, and he recruited bassist Noel Redding and drummer Mitch Mitchell as the other members of the experience. 
Chaz Chandler was a key figure in Hendrix's rise to critical and commercial success. He provided Jimmy with living accommodations and financed the experience's first single, Hey Joe, before they had a recording contract. It was Chandler's idea for Hendrix to set his guitar on fire, which made national news when this idea was used at a concert at the Finsbury Park Astoria Theater and subsequently at the Monterey Pop Festival. Hendrix's sound engineer, Eddie Kramer, later recalled that Chandler was very hands-on with the first two Hendrix albums, adding that, and I quote, he was his mentor and I think it was very necessary, end quote. The original Animals lineup of Burden, Alan Price, Chas Chandler, Hilton Valentine, and John Steele reunited for a one-off benefit concert in Newcastle in December 1968. They later launched brief comebacks in 1975 and 1983. Several partial regroupings of the original era members have occurred since then under various names. The animals were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1994. Unfortunately, Chandler died from an aneurysm in 1996, putting an end to any possibility of another reunion of the full original lineup. The Animals' version of The House of the Rising Sun as a traditional folk song recorded by an electric rock band has been described by many as the first folk rock hit. The House of the Rising Sun was ranked number 122 on Rolling Stone magazine's first list of 500 greatest songs of all time. It is also one of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame's 500 songs that shaped rock and roll. The RIAA ranked it number 240 on their list of Songs of the Century. In 1999, it received a Grammy Hall of Fame award, and The House of the Rising Sun has long since become a staple of oldies and classic rock radio formats. The band's 1965 hit single, we Gotta Get Out of This Place was ranked number 233 on Rolling Stone Magazine's first list of 500 greatest songs of all time and was also included in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame's 500 songs that shaped rock and roll. In 2012, Bruce Springsteen discussed the animal's influence on his music. Bruce said, and I quote, To me, the animals were a revelation. They were the first records with full-blown class consciousness that I'd ever heard, end quote. Speaking about the song, We Gotta Get Out of This Place, Springsteen said, and again I quote, That's every song I've ever written. That's Born to Run, Born in the USA, everything I've done for the past 40 years, including all the new ones. That struck me so deep. It was the first time I felt I heard something come across the radio that mirrored my home life, my childhood. End quote. You have just traveled back through time, time, time in this episode of Rock and Roll Flashback Podcasts. This has been Rock and Roll Flashback. A look at the animals and their number one hit song, The House of the Rising Sun. I'm Jumping John McDermott. And until next time... Rock on, rock on, rock on, rock on, rock on.
in you.